What's going on, y'all? This is a new episode of Sports Harder, and I am your host, Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and uh, my normal co-host, uh, Brian Boo Boo Bar. He uh, couldn't make it out, so uh, we have a special co-host tonight with us—a special guest co-host, David. Not short, but long. <laughs> I-, I was wondering if you were going to give me some sort of a catchy nickname. Everybody's got to have a catchy nickname as part of the show. <laughs> All right, that works for me. All right, awesome. How, how's it going tonight? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Long day at work, but... That's that's for everybody, right? Yep. Everybody has long long days at work, unfortunately. Yep, but uh, thanks for uh, letting me be on the show. Yeah, uh, no problem. Today. No problem. That. We're going we're gonna to throw down some, uh, I, I feel. I think some, some choice words are going to be said. No, nah, we'll keep it civil. We'll, it's okay. Until after it's okay. until after Saturday, yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it peaceful until then. So, um, but before we start the show, we're going to start off with a shout out for our sponsor, um, uh, Showbinds Hot Sauce, all quality, no bullshit. Um, as you all know, uh, their hot sauce can be found on Facebook, and you can go and purchase it. They'll ship it anywhere in the United States. So. Check them out on Facebook, Showbinds Hot Hot Sauce. Uh, like I said, all quality, no bullshit. Uh, we still appreciate them sponsoring us and uh, letting us uh, try their hot sauce. Um, you can always check out the video of me and Brian trying the hot sauce too. That was pretty funny. So uh, go check it out. You know, see see what's uh, what's going on with that. So all right, so we're gonna start off uh, the episode with uh, what's going down, and normally we either you know watch basketball game that's going on or football or something, but tonight there's nothing really going on sports wise. Um, so we're just gonna go into all the news that's been going around the NFL because with the playoffs and everything. So let's start with this past wild card weekend. We'll start there, then we'll go to the college playoff, and then we'll go into what we think about this weekend. So. This past weekend with the playoffs, what stood out to you the most? Which game kind of was like, oh, okay. Well, um, to be perfectly honest, um, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, the cat's out yes. of the bag on that one. <laughs> um, okay. I'm not saying this just as a Cowboys, <laughs> just as a Cowboys fan, but for all the Cowboys fans in general, getting past this first playoff game was the biggest thing for us it was the first step it was definitely the first step because you you remember the first year for zeke and dak and the rest of the cowboys team 13 and 3 got a first round by in the playoffs mm. only to get beaten by the packers by the in packers the first game yet but, again but that was that was kind of like a that was like a, a fluke i mean not, nine times out of ten that crazy throw isn't going to happen or, you know, no. something, something prevents it or, you know, something goes down. So, I mean, that's kind of like a, a fluke play when that happened. And that wasn't on Dak or Zeke. I know a lot of people like to say Dak and Zeke are the reasons why they win or lose games. But, I mean, it was y'all's defense. Like, if you stop that that long throw, then you guys make it to the next round. Right. And, of course, our defense wasn't really that great anyway because it was basically the offense that carried us. It was. You know, because we've had a lot of we had suspensions, we had 
injuries. You well, know. well, you guys still had Dez, and you still had Witten, and you had all those top uh, guys on offense, and of course, and then Dak and Zeke. And so, yeah, I mean, it made it made us great on offense, but we were we just sucked on defense. And like, then this year, forward. this year is different. They, mean, yeah, this year obviously the offense is pretty good. They're not they're not amazing. Yeah, they're not, they're not amazing, putting up a lot of points, but that defense that defense started coming alive in the second half of the season. You you remember Dallas started three and five, mm-hmm. and all hope looked bleak. You know they came out of the bye week, lost to Tennessee, but then after that, it was just smooth sailing. The Saints game is where it turned the it around. The Saints game was the big turnaround when we held a team that like putting up 40 points a game and just completely humiliating their opponents because they wouldn't stop scoring until the clock hit triple zeros, which is what you're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> you're supposed to put your foot on the pedal. Like you have to Yeah. Yeah. You have to you keep need, going. You need to let the other teams know, hey, we're coming for you. But they held them to 10 points. Now, granted, not Dallas only put up 13, but it was the defense. That carried us. We made Breeze throw so many errant passes, and the pass rush was just there to help that. That's true. And he had one of his lowest percentage games of the year. I don't think he made it barely past 60%, if that, that whole entire game. Yeah. Um, I think for me, of course, the the big game was the, the Eagles and Bears because mm. – that one was going to determine a lot because either the Bears were going to come and play the Rams or the Eagles were going to win and then they would go and play the Saints and then we would get the Cowboys. So that was like a big game for us determining who we wanted to play and what was going to happen. Now, I mean, I think either way, we got the Bears. They had one of the number one defenses. Mm -hmm. And then if we play the Cowboys, they have a good defense as well. So I think either way, we were going to get a good defense. So, um in that aspect, I don't think it mattered. But you know, uh, was it Parky Parkley, the Parky. bear, the Parky. bear, yeah, yeah, the bear, the Bears kicker, former yeah. Eagle, by the way. Oh, he Eagle. was an there Eagle, I do believe, because I saw a thing on. I think it was I follow the NFL on Facebook, and I think the Parky jerseys in Philly sold out. Well, they did that on purpose. He wasn't a former one. They just the Eagles purposely made custom jerseys that you could sell and like one of my friends who's an eagles fan on facebook like posted and all it said was eagles fans have no chill and i was just like yeah you're right you're yeah, absolutely right no <laughs> like they're just ruining this poor kicker's life um and i know there was reports too that the poor guy it's like the um the cubs uh, fan who caught that foul ball or tried to catch that foul ball. Oh yeah, I can't. Re- I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's and, the infamous one. Yeah, and he uh, had to like change where he lived, and he had to uh, change his identity, like everything, because he was getting death threats and all this stuff. Apparently, the Chicago Bears kicker is getting the same treatment right now. They uh. said he's getting like death threats and like all this stuff, and from like Bears fans, like you know, because they're so mad that he missed that kick. And I was just like, okay. Now, I mean, I'm a fan, and I'm going to be upset if my kicker doinks it twice off the upright and, I, and can't get it, especially in a playoff game. I'm going to be mad, yeah. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and threaten his family and threaten him, like, you know, just because he missed a field goal in a game. I yeah, mean, exactly. Why would you do that? I mean, 
Because there's hardcore fans out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there are hardcore Bear fans out there. You know, that would be just like if Dallas would have held on to someone like Dan Bailey. Okay. Which and I was surprised. I was surprised that I he I was got actually surprised at that as well, but the injuries have caught up to him. He wasn't the same kicker. And, and, it, I, and it showed, I mean, when he was playing with the Vikings, I mean. Yeah, he was very inaccurate. He wasn't mm-hmm. the accurate kicker like he that he be, used yeah. to be. But if, say, da- Dan Bailey, you know, screwed up, you know, it was a, say it was a quote-unquote playoff game. It was the last game of the season. Winner takes the division and is in the playoffs. Okay. He misses a field goal from that distance. 48 yards was the field goal distance for Parkey. Yeah. To win the Which game. is a manageable one for a kicker in the NFL nowadays. Pretty You're much. expected to make it. You're expected to make those because that's almost a, uh, that's only like 15 yards more than an extra point, yeah. basically. But say he were to miss that, you don't hear Dallas fans saying, oh, we're going to rip your head off when we see you. <laughs> or if your kid's walking down the street, we're going to jump out of our cars and curb stomp him. I mean, yeah. you don't. <laughs> You don't do that. Yes, there are hardcore fans out there, but you got to back your guy up. Yeah, and exactly. I, now, was this before or after the replay showed that uh, the Eagles I, guy, uh, I think his name was Watson or something? Yeah, before he um, – I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know if that would have made that big of a difference with how upset people were about it, um, but – I mean, either way, I mean, it's uh, just the reactions that you saw from the coach's face and the player's face. And, like, I'll give him, I'll give the kicker a little bit of credit. He stood at his locker afterwards and let everybody interview him. And, and he, you know, bit the bullet. He said, yeah, it was it was on me. Like, I should have made it. Like, there's no, no excuses. Well, that's so. good. He took the, he took the, uh, he took the blame. Yeah. And he shouldered the blame. I mean, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't think he has a job next year, though. Like he he had the most hit off the bar field goals in the NFL this year. I think he had eight eight field goals that he kicked that just hit the bar. I think I saw like, I think I saw maybe five in the playoff one made six. I mean that's that's still that's still too many. <laughs> like what are the odds? Like you know how hard it is to hit the upright with a field goal? Like, yeah, I mean I'm probably gonna get sued for uh <laughs> I'm probably going to get sued by the WWE for this, but they ought to just call him Doink. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, all the headlines said Double Doink. I mean, you know. Okay, they'll call <laughs> him Double Doink. <laughs> new new nickname. Doink the Second Coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, but another thing that also stood out for me in the uh, wild card this year was um, uh, the Chargers. Uh, taking care against of, the Ravens. Against the Ravens. Well, I mean, everyone, everyone saw you saw what Baltimore did to San Diego during the regular season. Yeah. Oh, they made a mess of them. Oh, yeah. And that was at they were away at that game too. That wasn't in Baltimore. That was in L.A. Yeah. So and now you come to Baltimore's house and things are well, different. I mean, two twofold on that. I think one, everyone's giving Lamar crap over it. Like everyone's saying, oh, he's the black Tim Tebow. Like he can only run. He can't throw. He's not a pack. He's not a pocket passer. Are you and serious? Think, the black Tim Tebow? I mean, that's what they've said. And I think, I think it's, it's crap because they don't give. I don't think he has enough credit because the second part that I was going to say for that, since it was twofold, is that coaching was not done very well in that game. I mean, the second half when he made a comeback, 
he threw two touchdowns in less than two minutes. Where was that, like, throughout the whole game? Like, why weren't you throwing the ball more? Like, and the, the fans were booing it after the second half, and the announcers were saying, oh, it's because they're not putting Flacco in. So the fans are mad, and they're booing. But I think they were booing because when Lamar went back in on that drive in the second half, they ran the ball three straight times. Just three straight times. He didn't throw it once. And, and then they punted. And it's just like you're down 12-0, and you run the ball three times in a row. Like that, I know you're a running team. You're a running team in, in defense. That's what's the Ravens. That's what got them there. But when the freaking Chargers have three safeties, three crowding the line just to stop the run, don't you think at some point in time you should be like, hmm, uh, uh, maybe we should throw the ball. I mean, maybe we can throw the ball a little bit. So I think it's unfair to judge Lamar Jackson in that game as the the new, like, you know, black Tim Tebow. I no, mean, at least I that's mean, my opinion. He, he is a rookie. Okay. The and youngest one in a playoff game. The youngest one in a playoff game. That is absolutely correct. But he is a rookie. I can understand the fans were booing because Flacco wasn't coming in. Flacco is hurt. Well, he, wasn't, probably, he wasn't hurt then. He could have gone in. He could have gone in, but they decided to stay with the sure hand. But here's the other thing. Boy. He's a rookie. <laughs> I'm gonna re. I'm gonna keep saying it. He is a rookie. He is gonna be prone to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but who would you rather have in there? Would you rather have Lamar Jackson, or, and all the Ravens fans are probably gonna kill me for this. <laughs> would you rather have Captain Wash Up, or Washed Up, I should say, and Robert Griffin the Third? RG three wasn't even dressed. He was in his street clothes. They inactivated him for that game. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wouldn't have been able to go in. He was in his street clothes. Wow. That means they didn't even have an emergency quarterback in case Flacco went down again. If they decided to put him in, well, it would have been Lamar again. But what well, I mean, me, if I'm a coach, I'm like, do you really want to put Joe Flacco in and then basically tell Lamar Jackson, like, well, we don't have faith in you for the future. You're not our guy going forward. It's like if you're our guy going forward, you gotta leave him in. He's gotta get those learning curves. He's gotta get that, you know, those experiences of losing in the playoffs or doing bad in the playoffs. And they left him in and he threw two touchdowns. I mean, he turned it around with them leaving it in. And they had a chance to win on the final drive, but I mean the defense, you know, for the Chargers got that fumble and they showed up when they needed to. But they the Chargers almost blew it. They almost threw that game away. So I mean, I think you know, when it comes to that game, that's, uh, I mean, I, I think Lamar is going to be okay going forward. Joe Flacco will be on another team. Yes, he will. He will go somewhere else. Yes, he will. I was almost going to make that statement. I've been hearing reports that there's probably not going to be a Joe Flacco in Baltimore. No. And, I mean, the fans are going to be sad in a sense it's like an eli manning type thing it's like oh you won us a super bowl you were a super bowl mvp but defense carried him in that game sorry <laughs> his defense and special teams i mean defense the ravens i mean that's how they've won both of their super bowls it was from defense so i mean that's that's just that's yeah, their when, you had, when you had big format. bad when you had big bad ray lewis in the first super bowl mm-hmm. well both of them i mean he was in both of them oh yeah that's right he was in both uh, of them that was retired. his last one yeah he retired after that and he has a good way to retire me. Might as well. So 
The Super Bowl was rigged anyway. Because <laughs> of the lights? Because of the lights going yes, out? because of the lights going out. <laughs> there were some Steelers. Oh, fans. my gosh. And, and this Conspirates, is what... Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Conspiratist. <laughs> yep. I was watching... I was at a neighbor's house watching this game with my friend Jesse, my uh, downstairs neighbor at my place. Um, he, uh, We were watching that game, and when the lights went out, I looked over at him, and I said... Man, Ben Roethlisberger must really had to use the bathroom. Instead, he chose a power box instead of a urinal. <laughs> I mean, oh, he got mad at me for that too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because I didn't want the 49ers to win. Uh, I mean, I wanted the Ravens to win. They're like my second team being from around here, so I mean, well, mine, I was okay with them winning. Mine too, but I'm kind of phasing toward the Houston Texans. Oh gosh, <laughs> you know, because I I am from. I hate to admit it. I am from Texas, so. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's, I mean, Texans, I mean, they, I felt so bad for Deshaun in that game just because, like, he did not look good at all. Like, he looked absolutely terrible. Like, he could not make a pass to save his life. No, and, and, uh, and Houston split the series in the regular season, mm-hmm. and they were both, I think they were both road wins, too. I well, think the one Houston, was, um, well, the one could have been a tie when it was in overtime. But the Colts decided to go for it on fourth down instead of punting, and then the Texans were able to kick the field goal to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so potentially that could have been a tie. But if the Colts, if the Colts really wanted it to be, it could have been. They could have punted, and it would have been a tie. But no, that they tie, that tie could have, that tie could have screwed them too. Yeah, and for getting in, yeah, because it could have been very easily. Let's see who got gypped out of the playoffs this year. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh probably would have wound up getting in. Somehow, 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 yeah. Because I mean, they the the Steelers needed a, a tie between um, uh, the Colts and the Titans in the last game, so yeah. they would have already had a tie. And, and of then, course, ties are so rare. And then we had two. <laughs> we had two in the first two weeks of the season when Week yeah. Three came in. I was at my dad's house, and I looked at my father and I went, "Okay, which one's tying up today?" <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good chance. It was a good chance that it my father busted been. out laughing, and he actually ultimately chose the Browns game in the, the Browns third, of in course, the third week. I mean, why not? I mean, but hey, give props to the Browns. They played strong at the second half. Yeah, I mean, they definitely turned it around for sure. I, I mean, mean, Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb could be the cornerstones that they've been needing for a very, very long time. You look at how many quarterbacks have gone through Cleveland. Okay, I think it was like what. 50. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, astronomical number. <laughs> astronomical number of quarterbacks. But Baker Mayfield, did, didn't he play the whole season? No. the um, Or was it um, the the one guy that uh, started? I can't remember. He used to play for the Bills. <laughs> oh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He, he started, and then he got injured, and then Baker went in, I yeah. think, week three or four or something like Tyrod's that. Tyrod's either going to be the backup next year, or he's going to be uh, – Somewhere else. Waterboy. <laughs> well, I could see him being somewhere else somewhere else too, because I mean this year's college draft for QBs isn't that strong. No, it's weak. Um and it's you know, it's not gonna be until a couple years from now, and we can talk about that now. Nice little segue for the college playoff that happened on Monday. So number one Alabama, number two Clemson. Mm. Um <laughs> I did not imagine it would be that much of a blowout. Like I thought for sure it would be a lot closer. And granted, I wanted Clemson to win, so I was very happy that Clemson just stomped them. But um, 
Trevor Lawrence, like the, the quarterback for uh, Clemson. I mean, he's a freshman. He, he has to play another two years in college. There's already teams talking about how they can plan on getting him like when he goes pro in two years. that they Because a lot of the pros have already said if he, he could get drafted this year. Like, he could get drafted this year. They said he's already NFL ready. But he has to – since he's a freshman, he's got to wait two years. Yeah, that's the only down. That's the only downside to that because unlike other sports, like basketball where you can leave as a freshman, I do believe, out of college. Or even – yeah, I think it's now you got to be a freshman in college. Well, you, you got to play one year in college. Yeah. you got to play one year in college. So basically you have to be a freshman, and when you enter your sophomore year, you can book it for the NBA. Yeah. Or like baseball, you can get drafted right out of high school. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, like our the, good, like our like our classmate, former cl- well, former classmate <laughs> and graduate of a Florida high school. Sorry, Joe, I hate to do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, getting uh, drafted by the I think it was the Pirates. I think it was either the Pirates or the Yankees. One of uh, I think it was the Pirates actually. Yeah, I mean that that does happen. I mean, because um, the quarterback for Oklahoma, um, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray got drafted by the A's, but. He's saying that he's probably gonna go pro, which means he would have to pay the A's five million because he signed, you know, the contract getting drafted by them. So he's got to pay them five million to get out of the, his contract. So dumbass. What for signing the contract? Or I mean, he didn't know he was gonna be able to go pro. Make the decision. Here's the thing. If Kyler Murray, you here's the thing. There are no minor leagues in the NFL. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's why he's going to the NFL. It's because yes. he doesn't have to worry about playing in the minors. Exactly, because then he'd have to start out. He's more than likely going to have to start out in single A, short season, move up to the big double, the big A, as I like to call it. You've got <laughs> small A, big yeah. A. Ooh, excuse me, and then you'll have to work your way up to double A, the triple A, make your way onto the forty man roster so you can be in Oakland. What, what position was he going to play? Was he going to be like a... I think he was going to be a pitcher, I'm pretty sure. A pitcher? Yeah. Well, usually quarterbacks, you're either... It depends on your physique. I mean, you look at Russell Wilson. He's a Texas Ranger infielder. Yeah. <laughs> but you so, won't I mean, see him play a game... Well, yeah, that's just for... Because he's essential to the Seahawks. Yeah, that's but, just for him to have fun. Uh, but know. I don't get the whole... I don't get that, though. Well, that's why he's going to go pro. Deci- yeah, why make a decision to sign the contract when you are basically guaranteed, you know, if he gets, uh, he'd probably be what, first rounder maybe? He'll probably be a first rounder. I don't think he'll be top 10. He won't like be he'll... top 10, but all first round picks, your four years, I think your first four years, aren't rookie contracts basically 100% guaranteed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're 100 percent guaranteed. Okay, so you got four years in guaranteed money, and then that fifth year option, which you'll never see that you'll yeah. never see that fifth year option because usually by the end of the third season, if they're doing well, if I they're mean, doing then, well, then yeah, they get an activate, extension. Yeah, they get it activated and then work on an extension. Yeah, Dallas get on the ball. <laughs> well, Zeke I mean, needs money. Well, yeah, I mean, you got you guys to pay a running back and a quarterback, which is going to be rough. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But going back to Kyler Murray, he should have just said, "You know what, Oakland, I love you." <laughs> I'm not saying, not me saying that. It's Kyler Murray saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Kyler Murray is saying, "Look, Oakland, I love you. 
but I have guaranteed money. But the thing is, they pros. he had to probably do that before he knew anything, before he knew he was going to win the Heisman. Like He signed that a long time ago. Don't and, let that Heisman go to like, your head. Well, yeah. And, I mean, not all Heismans translate to the NFL, obviously. No. You know. So it's just one of those things where he didn't know he was going to win the Heisman, which helps a little bit. Um, you know, again, with, like, the draft class, with it not being so QB driven, he has a better chance of getting drafted higher, like in some more late in the first round, you know? So, I, I mean, I think that is a big reason why he's going to go pro is just money wise. Get guaranteed money. He can pay that 5 million easy with his, whatever contract he's going to get. So he's going to pay that 5 million back easy. Um, and then again, depending if he does well or not, but a lot of people don't know if he'll be able to translate in the NFL because, you know, he's, uh, more of a mobile quarterback and all the good quarterbacks that have been doing well. I mean, look at the playoffs right now, the teams that are left, what type of quarterbacks are they? Most of them are pocket passers. They're all pocket passers. Exactly. And so it's just like, unless you're going to go in there and somehow just change the game. I mean, even Baker Mayfield, who was pretty mobile when he was in Oklahoma as well, he turned into a pocket passer. Like he was perfectly fine doing that. So who knows if he's going to be able to even translate into the NFL? Exactly, and you got to look. You also got to look at all these teams right now that are mobile quarterback friendly. Carolina is mobile quarterback friendly because of Cam Newton. Yeah, which Despite is going to shorten his career. Yeah, that's definitely going to shorten his career because the NFL, the NFL obviously doesn't care about Cam Newton. Cam Newton gets buried six feet into the ground, and they're just like. <laughs> Oh, we'll just flag the guy and just get it over with. I mean, I don't feel bad for him. I can't stand Cam Newton, so <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> but like I said, you look at all these other teams. You got Carolina, mobile quarterback friendly. Baltimore's kind of swinging that way a little bit. Yeah, with Lamar, I mean, with Jackson, Lamar and everything. Yeah. With Lamar Jackson, but what other he teams, could be? What other teams are mobile quarterback friendly? You can't say Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston's maybe mobile a little bit. But look at who the quarterback was for for part of that season. Yeah, he had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who, but I mean, yeah, I mean they should have got they should get rid of Jameis. But they've already said that Bruce Arians is saying that he's our guy, which I I hate. Like I was hoping they would move on from him and get someone else because you know I I always said from the very beginning that he wasn't going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. So I mean, cocky as hell too. Yeah, and I mean, that was one of the things. I mean, personality has a lot to do with it, too. And, you know, he's not reliable. You're getting, you know, sat out for however many games, you know, for suspensions and different things like that. So it's just like, you know. Uh, but, I mean, that was that was something I had talked about before, like in a different podcast anyways. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so with, uh, with the college um, uh, playoff system, do you think that they should – go to eight teams for the playoffs instead of four. No. That you don't think they should expand. No. And here's my take on that. They need to stay with the four. The four works. It does, yeah. Because if you expand to eight teams, that puts more pressure on the guys that are actually playing the game. You got to remember, these guys are just kids. Compared to the NFL, okay? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys are younger than us. <laughs> True. I mean, we're both, what, 33? We're both, what, mm-hmm. 33, 32, yep. 32, something like that? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I turn 33 next month. 
So, you know, there I'm, you go. I'm basically, you know, there. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically there. But, you know, if we were playing in the NFL right now, we would basically be on the verge of decline. Yeah. Okay. Our bodies start breaking down. You don't want to do that to these young guys. Okay. They play, what, 12 game seasons, sometimes 11, depending on which conference you're in. Yeah. Okay. Depending so, if they have a championship or not. Yeah. Depending if they got a championship game or not. Um, but they play 11, 12 game seasons. Okay. Every Saturday, they get a couple bye weeks, like three bye weeks a year, something like that. Um, but if you expand like that, the first question that comes to mind is which bowls would you use? The major the full, ones. Well, how many major <laughs> bowls are there? There's not that many. I mean, there's the, there's the Rose Bowl, which yeah, is the, a major one, the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl. And then you've got, um, well, the Orange Bowl is really not that big. Don't they have a Cotton Bowl? Yeah, they got the, cotton, the original Cotton Bowl. Yeah. So, okay, I mean, so there's five, but then you've got to pick some of these other big bowl games. I mean, God forbid we're forgetting some of, some of them at this point. I really don't <laughs> care. But I mean, there's too many to, to there's even too like, many think to about. Count, but you've got to find the good bowl games and the good sponsors. Okay? Allstate does the Sugar Bowl. Tostitos has done the Fiesta Bowl for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, the Rose Bowl is just the Rose Bowl, unless they gave it a name or something like the AT&T Rose Bowl or something like that. Yeah. But, Ooh. I mean, is what about these other teams that aren't getting in, though, like uh, yeah, UCF the, 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 that the was one, undefeated? Oh. That's just it right there. It's the, such these low teams that play in these off-brand conferences. UCF plays for who? Conference USA, I think. <laughs> something I, like that. Something like that. <laughs> See, I don't know all my conference. All I know is, is that Texas plays in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Notice I said Big 12 because they keep switching the damn numbers around. This is true. Because it used to be the Pac-12. Now they're the Pac-10. <laughs> might, as well just call, might as well just call them the Pac. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But to have eight teams in there, it, it, minus finding the bowls for it, you got to look at how everything else is going now. With the four games now, they're essentially playing one extra game, and that is the yeah. national title game if they make it. Yeah. You go to an eight-team format. You have bye weeks. It's just like the NFL. Uh, the top two teams get bye weeks. Yeah, you get the number one seeds do get the bye week. The number one and number two uh, in the country will get the bye weeks. Yeah, get the bye weeks, and then you let. Well, actually, no, that wouldn't work. What, bye weeks? Bye weeks wouldn't work? No. Because <laughs> you got to remember, the, in the NFL, six teams from each conference go in. So you have eight teams. You Essentially, nobody gets bye weeks. It's one versus – it's like the NBA playoffs. Yeah. One versus eight, two versus seven, and so on and so forth. Hmm. And then you just – you do it like that. <laughs> I think the way the NBA does it, I think it's one versus eight, two versus seven down on the bottom. Then you go three versus six and four versus five. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I mean, that's probably right. Um, because most of the time you don't see the one and two teams going at it unless 
Like oh, in no. the ne- like in the next round, it's usually like the one versus the four or something like that. Yeah. But um, you got to look at it that way though. But then they're gonna wind up playing three extra games. Three. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. Well, it get. gets them ready for the NFL. It does get them ready for the NFL, but that also presents the problem with injuries. That's true. But I mean, some some players sit out now instead of if they want to go to the NFL. I mean, that's a big thing. Like, that is they, a big. That is a big thing. Out, and like, actually, oh, I'm first round. I'm just gonna sit. I don't care. That can actually hurt your draft stock if you're not careful. But I do respect the player for sitting out the bowl game. Because, and especially the games like the Senior Bowl, too, you know, where all the seniors get together. And, yeah. You know, senior the, Bowl helps some people's draft go up, though. It draft does, stock go up. It does, but a lot of them want to stay out as a way to stay healthy. Yes, I can understand obviously, that. Yeah. But why would you take yourself out of a bowl game? Well, especially when your team needs it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's too, like, you know, why do you take yourself out of the combine? You know? Why, if, if you're going and they're like, oh, I'm not going to throw. I'll run. I'll run the, the 40, but I won't throw. It's like. That doesn't do. Anything. That doesn't bode well. Why aren't you throwing? Like, <laughs> you're a quarterback. You have to throw. Like, we have to see how well you can throw. Like, exactly. <laughs> All the 40-yard dashes is for the guys over at, over at EA to measure your <laughs> speed as a rookie. To I, be able to put it into the game. To be able to put it into the game. <laughs> that is the only reason why that's the only reason why they have that i never thought about it that way i mean that's that's a good point (laughs) i mean (laughs) that could be the reason why (laughs) i mean that's my that's just my take on it yeah yeah but here's the thing with the with the combine you got so many drills you got to do this is true and then you got the position drills and everything else you've got 32 scouts looking at you i mean this is how you make your uh, name for yourself too though i mean exactly and of course also with the with This year, not this year's combine. Actually, yeah, could be this year's combine too because of the new league starting up. The AFL or whatever. The AAF. Oh yeah, the Alliance of American Football. And then the XFL coming up here pretty soon too. Jeez, oh, that's your idiot. <laughs> I I called it. I don't know if you listened to it. It's gonna happen. I don't know if you listened to when I called this. And everyone's gonna eat their words and be like, "Yeah, Matt, you were right." Colin Kaepernick is going to be in the XFL. I guarantee it. He'll be in the, A- gar- he'll be in the AAF first. You think he'll go there? I will make an on- I will make this honest statement right here. I have listened to all of your damn podcasts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good man. Good yes, man. I told you I would. I told you I would. And now I'm here on the podcast. Yeah, so there you go. It's, kind of it's a reward. Record. It's a reward. <laughs> but the AAF will fold after one year. After one year? The XFL... If they stay true to their word, they could probably last a while. Yeah, I mean, they had a as good long, chance at first when they first started. They had a good chance, but it's just like, you know, they just didn't. They, he tried to make it more like WWE instead of football. Exactly. Like, so you that's where remember, he went wrong. You got to remember, back in 2000 and 2001, the Attitude Era was still going on. The Towards the end of it, Well, yeah. towards the end of it and yeah. everything else. Everybody was expecting... You know, no pass interference penalties. There was. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for receivers to die on the field. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I still remember. Like, even that long ago, I still remember the play where the guy, like, jumped off. Like, the defensive player jumped off and clotheslined the quarterback. He literally clotheslined the quarterback. Remember you remember that? that? I remember I that. I was like, I was just, like, sitting here looking at the TV, like, 
is there a penalty? Personal foul? Like what's like what's going on right now? Like, no. And you look at and you and I remember this play perfectly. Former Cowboy Shante Carver got past the offensive line and sacked. I think it was Jeff Brom, an old old quarterback. Mm-hmm. He didn't just sack him; he flattened him. <laughs> when he landed on him full body, which you can't, you can't do, do now. Yeah, NFL. you can't do that now. Yeah, but he got up, and you just seen the quarterback. Yeah, I know you guys won't be able to see this, but the quarterback was just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like drooling everything on the side of the face. Like, where am I? Well, his where am I? Decided, <laughs> I think he was feigning his injuries. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see this time with the XFL. Like, it's one of those things where I don't know what angle they're trying to go with this time. Because before, like you said, it was they all about. Fa- they said it was supposed to be a faster paced game. Which probably less means penalties. Less well, probably uh, probably a little less penalties, but the penalties are still going to be there because they're going to be looking towards safety. Because you also got to remember the WWE is now PG; it's no longer TV fourteen. Yes, that's so, true. Basically, the way you got to look at it this way is that they're going to try to make it for the fans. Yeah, and they said the fans are going to have a lot of input, which I mean, which is good. I mean, yeah. But I don't know how they're going to do that either because I remember at one point WWE tried to do the fan input thing and they would have people vote for matches like live. Like, oh, yeah, like this. Do you want to see a steel cage match? Vote for steel cage. Do you want to see a ladder match? Vote for a ladder match. And they had like a couple choices. And you had to vote for like what type of match you wanted. So it's just like, I don't know if they're going to do that. They just like, they're like, oh, I was, I was actually upset with that format. Because well, that's they, what I'm they didn't have They didn't have my favorite match on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What, why I, I guess now we have to we have to pull it out with with the favorite match the the, the shillelay on a pole oh god <laughs> back in the days of course of, back in the days of <laughs> back in the days of fit finley and uh yeah. hornswoggle oh gosh i miss those days because you you just whack whacked crap at somebody with damn shillelay you're like <laughs> <laughs> yes the good the good old days <laughs> good old days yes um all right let's not jump off talk uh <laughs> well i mean so many segues into different yeah. organizations. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, but, but the, I'm still calling it. We'll see who's right. If Kaepernick is either in the XFL or the I say the he's going to he so. he will probably start off in the AAF first. And they are they having a combine for the AAF? Probably like, not. No. Okay. Is that your dog, by the way? Yes, that is my dog. Okay. <laughs> all I heard was ta ta ta. That's him saying, "Let me out." Let me out. But he's going to have to wait a little bit. He'll be all right. Because, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll have to take a little bit of a break here anyways just to get some more time into going into uh, our picks for the weekend and everything. Um, but before we get into talking about the, the games coming up, um, uh, two things, I guess, to talk about real quick that I think were pretty important. Um, the coaching carousel for right now, and then mm-hmm. the uh, Antonio Brown situation. So which one do you want to start with? Uh, let's go with the coaching carousel. We'll leave, the, a- carousel. We'll leave the AB <laughs> stuff. We'll leave the good stuff for last. Yeah, the good stuff for last. So um, coaching carousel. So right now, everyone's in a copycat league. Everyone knows this. Everyone wants to be the next whatever. And so it used to be 
let's find the next Belichick because he, you know, his tree. Nobody can be Bill Belichick. Nobody yeah. cheats harder than anybody. <laughs> <in the NFL. laughs> he didn't teach his assistants well enough how to cheat. Um, Why do you think Josh McDaniels is staying in New England? I mean, he wants that job. He wants to be the he, he, be- wants, he to. wants to be the best cheater in all the land. And something that they, I'll give credit because I didn't think of this, and I'll give credit where it's due. I'm not going to say like you know this was my idea, but on Good Morning Football they were talking about the Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, and how he can play in two years. He was calling it. He said that when Josh McDaniels uh, gets the um, the job for the Patriots, when when Bill Belichick leaves and Tom Brady leaves, he is going to get Trevor Lawrence and he's going to start like the new dynasty with him. Which is is possible. Two years from now, Tom Brady could be gone. And Bill Belichick is going to hitch a ride with him. They're going to go double horseback out off into the sunset. There's no way Bill Belichick will stay without having Tom Brady there. There's no way. I really hate to say this. I mean, Bill Belichick will probably not leave the Patriots. Till he dies. As the head coach. Yes, until he dies. <laughs> till he Tom Brady over. says he can play until he he was what fifty. Yeah, he was saying fifty. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, Tom, you are old. You are not the same quarterback you used to be. I mean, he's already going downhill even this year. <sighs> I mean, you can tell. But I'm a better quarterback than he is. Don't forget, <laughs> I even said that. <laughs> yes, yes, no. That's a negative ghostwriter, but. Okay, so getting off topic a little bit. But anyways, it kind of comes back full circle. But everyone wants Bill Belichick's assistance, and everyone, you know, everyone hires them as new head coaches, and everyone wants, like, the new the copycat, you know. So right now, and I guess I'm a little bit proud to say this. I mean, everyone wants to find the new Sean McVay. Everyone wants to copy the Rams, and everyone wants that high-powered offense and wants the score points. I know you're a Rams fan. Yes. <laughs> but I, can, I fully, fully agree with you. On everybody wants to be the next Sean McVay. He is a damn good coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he took a piss poor Rams team, okay, that was scraping the bottom of the NFC West, mm-hmm. feeding off of whatever the Seahawks and the Cardinals were leaving for him. Notice <laughs> I didn't say the 49ers because I think they were more last than anything. Yeah. Um, but they just did not have the team. And now you look at it now. Jared Goff has come on to his own. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. Thank you, Sean McVay. You have a potential, and I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, as yeah. long as Gurley stays healthy and keeps doing what he's doing. He's the first. I just saw it on the ticker here because we got NFL Network running in the background. Yeah, It's no sound, but it's running in the background right now. Todd Gurley is the first running back since Sean Alexander, 2003 and 2004, to lead the NFL in touchdowns. Yeah, and I mean, it's because he, you know, uses them as a wide receiver and a running back. Uh And so, I mean, take advantage of that. But, um, you know, when it comes to this, I'm going to say it now. I don't think you're going to find the next Sean McVay. Sean McVay is Sean McVay. Just like Bill Belichick, you say is Bill Belichick. You know, you're not gonna find exactly the, the next one because he is his own. Now, the Packers went and got um, Matt Matt Floor Floor. How you say his last name? Matt Floor. I think is how you say it for the the Packers. They hired the the. Oh, uh, uh, what is he? Matt Lafleur. 
Matt LaFleur. Yeah, LaFleur, there you go. They hired him, and he knows Sean McVay. And so they, they hired him because he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams for the first year. But the Rams didn't use him because he wasn't making the play calls. Sean McVay was making the play calls. So he was just like, yeah, sure, you can go. And But he was with Sean McVay, and so that means he has some type of magic. And um, but you know, but you also notice that he probably Lafleur probably made the plays in Tennessee. Um, similar this year, yes. He, probably, mean, he called. He, he called him. He, called he probably the called him because I don't see Vrabel calling. I mean, a former linebacker. And he's in a charge defensive of the, guy. Yeah, he's a he's a defensive minded coach, so he's got a lot of time. Matt Lafleur with the Packers. He's going to have Aaron Rodgers. A great receiver core and no running backs. Well, it depends Except for Aaron Jones. What is that? Aaron Jones, I think, yeah. was his name. But it depends. See, the thing is with Sean McVay as well, what made him so great is he brought people. He got Andrew Whitworth to come. He got uh, Sue to come. He got all these people to want to come. So that's the thing. You have to be that type of coach that can be like, okay, I can get people to come here. So can he get can he get a Le'Veon Bell to come to the Packers? You know, can he get someone like that to up the game, like to you be with Aaron Rodgers? You don't need Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I think the Packers do. Actually, yeah. In terms of, the, I thought you were talking about the Rams there for no, a second. No, 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 no. I'm have, saying they have him, he has to have, copy what McVeigh and CJ Anderson. Y'all are good. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah. No, I'm saying. Matt LaFleur has to copy Sean McVay and bring people in to make the team better. To be perfectly honest, I don't think the Packers can afford Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I don't know. They have. They... Here's the thing. Le'Veon Bell did not sign his franchise tender. No. The Steelers can nail him again. He, no, he's a free agent. He's gone. They he could, can go anywhere he wants. They could tag him again. Don't think so. I could be wrong, him? but I'm pretty sure he's he can go wherever he wants now. Yeah, but he better be quick about it. Because he basically, in a sense, like a job got fired. Like, they let him go. They were just like, okay, you're not signing. Well, you're gone. Here's the thing. He didn't play all this year. No, he did not. That is correct. Demarcus Lawrence played all 16 games and played under that contract. And he was yet to get an extension. Do you think he's stressing about it? No, he's not. <laughs> he put up almost he put up double digit sacks again this yeah. year. Yep. Not as many true. as not as many as he did last year, but still put up a decent amount. Aaron Donald got paid. What'd he do? Aaron Donald got paid <laughs> and destroyed people. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. You but, you are correct. <laughs> but yeah, going back to the going back to the uh the coaching carousel. Matt LaFleur going to the Green Bay Packers yep. is about the best thing that could ever happen to the Packers. I mean, it sucked to see uh, – who was their last coach? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. It sucked to see him go. But here's the thing. You Aaron had, dro- drove him out. Rodgers, like he, he pushed him out. Yeah, but here's the other thing too. Oh, excuse me again. Energy drinks. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing with that. The real sad part is is that – injuries for the Packers and the deletions from the roster. Jordy Nelson is going Yeah, didn't have him, yep. Did not have him. Devontae Adams was basically not the same receiver. You're missing so many key pieces. I mean, who did they have? Jimmy Graham? 
They had Jimmy Graham, but they didn't use him. Exactly. Why didn't you use him? That was I mean, like the best thing you could have ever done. I mean, the Seahawks didn't really use him either. The only team that ever did was the Saints. They were the only team that ever used Jimmy Graham to his fullest. And I bet you if Jimmy Graham was still with the Saints, the Saints would have gone undefeated this year. I mean, they definitely would have tore it up even more than what they are now. But um, that's, I mean, that's that's for sure. But, yeah. And how about this pickup? Arizona's new coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Again, related to Sean McVay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another connection to Sean McVay. They were like joking about it on Good Morning Football. It's just like they were just like, you know. Uh, they were going to Sean McVay's house and they were like looking at the gardener and just being like, Oh, you know, Sean McVay, you work for him here. You're our new coach. Like we're going to hire you. Like if you've talked to Sean McVay in some way, you're hired. Like, and, I mean, it's kind of true. It's just like, Oh, you know, Sean McVay somehow. Okay. You're hired. Yeah. The one surprising head coaching pickup was Cleveland's new coach, Freddie Kitchens. Well, that wasn't a surprise because he was the quarterback coach. He was the one that helped. Uh, um, I know, but do you Mayfield? Go, I so, know, I mean, but do you go with the guy that helped Mayfield, or do you go with the guy that's got head coaching experience? I mean, I'm not saying it was a great move, but I'm just saying I mean, that's the reason why. <laughs> that's yeah, the reason because, why it happened. Greg Williams <laughs> led that team to a five and three record. They fired him. Did he really? They fired him. Uh, they let him go. Can you believe that? After he took them to like. The rest of the season doing that well, they they let him go. They were just like, oh, thanks, peace. Especially that defense did so well. They had so many takeaways, and they did so well. And they are just like, yeah, we don't we don't want you anymore. Yeah, and then Adam Gase going to the Jets. Uh, the, the Jets will win two more games. <laughs> they got two more, two more. They're gonna they're gonna be six six and ten instead of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do. Sam Darnold is not ready. I mean, I don't think he is. He's not there. I mean, he's kind of almost like a, a Jared Goff. If you put, give him one more year. Yeah, I mean, if you if you put if you put the right people around him, I mean, who's he throwing to? Who who is he throwing to? He doesn't have anybody. Yeah, exactly. So it's just the like Jets, the Jets not ha- have not had a good offense since Curtis Martin was the running back. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, who else have they had? That, yeah, they exactly. haven't talked to anybody. You can't think of anybody. <laughs> Curtis Martin was the last known good running back for the Jets. Yep. Who was the last good quarterback for the Jets? Anybody says Boomer Esiason, and I'm going <laughs> to I will literally go HBK on your ass. <laughs> I think Vinny was a good quarterback for the Jets. Vinny Testament. Oh my gosh, yeah. He oh, was yeah. a great quarterback for the Jets. Yeah. But that's just it. They haven't had a great offense. No good mm-hmm. receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll call it again. They haven't had any receiver core since Wayne Corbett, uh, yeah, Wayne Corbett and uh, Santonio Holmes after he Holmes, left Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. When he left Pittsburgh and went to the Jets, he still kind of tore it up a little bit. But he did, yeah. So I mean, that's true. I mean, <sighs> um, okay. I'll I'll end talking about him. With this statement, and then we'll we'll take a break to add some oh, more no, time. No, 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 but no. I'm oh, gonna I'm god. gonna. Oh god! But I'm, I'm gonna, sorry. <laughs> but do I'm you gonna, know who Tampa Bay's new offensive coordinator is? I do not. One of the worst quarterbacks to ever play the game, Byron Leftwich. 
<laughs> Tampa Bay nice. is Tampa Bay is going one and fifteen next year. I am calling it. Jameis Winston will lead the NFL <laughs> in interceptions. His quarterback rating will be. Uh, I'm going to call it five point six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, he'll throw for five thousand yards and sixty interceptions. Sixty interceptions. Um, so he still win offensive player of the year. No <laughs> oh god. But um, I'll I'll end it. I'll end the talking about the the Jets with um, saying um, I think it was the Jets that we were talking about, or was it the Cardinals? It was the Jets. It was the Jets. What was I going to say with that? Um, oh. So the thing that I'm going to end with with that before we do some more time is that I hate this like one and done feeling for coaches where it's just like you get one year, you don't produce, you're, you're done, you're gone. Their head coach was who, Todd Bowles? Yeah. It was Todd Bowles, wasn't it? Yeah, one year and gone. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I, if they don't do well again, like it's like, yeah, you have to give it, a, you know, you got to give Sam Darnold a couple more years. Give him some people to throw to. I just, just don't understand the mentality of just like one and done. But okay, so we'll we'll take a little break right now, um, and uh, we'll do a shout out for um, our good friend Jay, his uh, podcast, uh, Free Hugs and High Fives. Uh, you can check it out on Anchor, of course, like we use. You can check it out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, all the major ones. Um, like I said, go check it out. Uh, it's uh, Jay's uh, podcast called Free Hugs and High Fives. So we will be back in one second. Alrighty, we're back from that little break. And uh, so we're going to uh, get into uh, talking uh, the rest of the coaching carousel real quick. We'll just wrap it up with a couple more of them. We were talking about um, Bruce Arians there for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bucks. So they're wanting to uh, turn Jameis Winston around. He says that uh, he is our guy. I mean, do you really believe him, or is that something he's just saying for now, and then he's going to get rid of him? To me personally, I we've mentioned Jameis Winston before earlier in the podcast yeah. about how arrogant he is and how cocky he can be. I remember a game, not this year, but last year, and it was against um, the Saints. It was Tampa Bay and the Saints. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, – Leftowich was pointing, and he wound up making contact with the Saints player. That Saints player got in his face, and all of a sudden Mike Evans came in. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. just decked him. Yes, I do remember that. Jameis Winston needs to mature a little bit, and I think he has this year. And he can be a good quarterback if you let him. Until he throws, like, 20 picks. Until he throws, like, <laughs> 20 picks. I already told you. I'm predicting 5,000 yards, <laughs> 60 picks, and he will be Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I mean, for hey. bad quarterbacks. For, yeah, there you go. So, I don't know how I feel about Bruce Arians, you know, coming back out of retirement. Um, His health is going to be a very major issue. Yeah, and, I mean, it's one of those things where I always uh, – I liked him – with the Cardinals and he did a lot of great things with the quarterbacks there. And I think he should have just ended it. You know, I know all coaches who don't have Super Bowls, you know, or, you know, just missed them. They, they want to always have that chance. Like, Oh, maybe I'll have a chance if I get back into it. But it's like, he's getting back in with a team that like is not very likely to, you know, go anywhere for quite a while. So no, and they, they don't, they're not going to have the same players. I mean, 
the running back situation, you've got a power back in Doug Martin. No, they don't have Doug Martin anymore. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> Whoops. I don't, even know, I don't even know who their running back is anymore. Um, <laughs> but they've got two very talented receivers in Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And, Deshaun Jackson. And Deshaun Jackson. But here's the thing. Deshaun Jackson's no spring chicken. He's getting older. He is getting very old. <laughs> it's almost coming to a point to where he's going to need a cane to walk out onto the field. <laughs> but you got to have somebody to throw you the ball. Fitzpatrick's not getting any younger. Keep him in as a backup and a mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let Winston run wild. Yep, this is very true. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I don't. Uh, I don't know how I really feel about all of that, but we'll we'll see. Um, let's see. And then, uh, which coaches haven't we mentioned? I think because we mentioned the Browns, the Bucks, how about, the Packers. Uh, how about we talk about Cardinals? What the hell is his name? You notice I'm using this. This is like my thing here. <laughs> NFL.com has always been my friend. Uh, Vic Vangio. Uh, Fangio, excuse me. I made it sound like Vangio. Going to the Broncos, right? Going to the Broncos. Not really any big news on that guy, but I don't even know where he came from. Uh, I think he was seven. the Bears. I think he was with the Bears, wasn't he? Well, if he was with the Bears, then, you know. I mean, the Bears had a, a good turnaround for sure. Definitely a good turnaround. But uh, so far, uh, that's been the only uh, changes in head coaches. One, two, three, four, five, six coaches have now been hired, and there are still spots that still need to be filled. Yeah, filled. Well, with the Cardinals too, I think it's funny is like that coach. He's never had a head coaching job in the NFL, and when he was a head coach in college, he only had, I think, two winning season records. So he had like six seasons in college, and only two of them were actual winning records. So he didn't have like an overall winning record in general. So it's like just because he knows Sean McVay and he coached um, uh, Patrick Mahomes when he was in college and um, coached uh, uh, Baker Mayfield for a little while, like he coached some of these quarterbacks – that all of a sudden, okay, you know, he's the quarterback whisperer, and he and he, he knows Sean McVay, so that means, you know, he's going to be able to turn the be, Cardinals you must around. Be, you must be talking about Cliff King, uh, Kingsbury again. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just like, um, I don't know how I would feel about that, like not having any head coaching experience, you know, at all. And um, Josh Rosen, he did not look good. He did no. not look good at all. He, he, <laughs> I almost wanted to say he made Nathan Peterman look good, but <laughs> Peterman, that poor is, guy. Peter, Peterman is like the goat of, and I don't mean greatest of all time. <laughs> I mean like a literal goat. I mean Josh. Josh Allen looks. I mean Josh Allen looked promising. I mean, I thought I thought he did better than Rosen. You know, uh, Josh um, Allen's has got some wheels on him. I mean, for a big quarterback, he's. When he hurdled the that Vikings linebacker, Ooh, that was that was that was just nasty. Yeah, it was so bad. I, I, I like I saw that replay on uh, NFL uh, Red Zone, mm-hmm. and when I seen him hurdle, I was like, I was like, you too big be hurdling. <laughs> Josh Rosen looks like he stands probably good two thirty five. Josh Allen, you mean? Yeah, Josh Allen. No, not Rosen. Yeah. Rosen snapped like a twig. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Rosen's a small guy. Um, 
But with the upcoming draft, um, Arizona needs to look at getting some offensive weapons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they gotta they gotta protect or, somehow. Or Rosen, they're just gonna get or killed Rosen, again. Or Rosen will be risen <laughs> into the air by the likes of like Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald, will they tried double teaming that boy, and he still he still got through <laughs> and tackled. That's that's how bad that is. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, the time has come now to uh, make some. Peaks. Um, Brian, if you're listening to this, I'll try to do you <laughs> proud. I mean, I think we might try to do uh, a short episode with his picks on Saturday before the game started. Hopefully. We'll see. Just so we can get, get his picks in, too. But, um, all right. Uh, so let's go by the games in order from like the times that they're doing it. So Saturday, the first game, 435. Uh, Colts and Chiefs, mm. which I think is going to be a great game. Let's discuss that game real quick. There's no real quick. I, <laughs> there's a lot to this. <laughs> yes, but just to dumb it, just to just to it's just to clarify a few things. You've got a moving off. You got a moving defense with the Colts. They're moving up. They're getting better. It seems like they're getting better as the. As the season rolls yeah, on, yeah, I mean, you wind up beating the Texans for God's sakes, who won the division. Y'all had to play to get in, and hope for and hope that Pittsburgh didn't try anything funny. <laughs> but that was just it, though. Winning in, winning you. Win. Yeah, you yeah. basically winning in. But the Colts are using that as motivation now. The defense is playing strong. The offense is looking good. But the the thing is, is that will the Chiefs? Be ready to stop T.Y. Hilton. And, that dude's an animal. <laughs> and Eric Ebron. Yeah, Eric Ebron's been doing really good for the Colts. He, he Ever since he left Detroit, he has become one on his own. Stafford and, never really threw to him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's very true. And then he got Andrew Luck going, oh, look, big target. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Big target. Done. And I mean, that, it's like Mahomes with Kelsey. I mean, you know, oh, Travis, just, that's going to be that's that's the matchup I'm going to be looking at the two the two matchups. It would have been three if Kareem Hunt didn't get in trouble. Yeah, that's very true. But now there are two matchups you're going to be looking at: the Colts secondary versus Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Can they stop the new version of the human joystick? <laughs> That he is very is, true. He is actually playing, in my opinion, a little bit better than Dante Hall did when he was with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And you look where Hall is now, one and done. He didn't last long. Yeah. But Tyreek Hill, I think, is making a name for himself. So that's going to be one matchup. The other matchup is the second is the safeties and the linebackers versus Travis Kelsey. Mostly linebackers. Yeah, because um, Travis Kelsey will eat a safety for lunch. <laughs> I mean, but it's hard for the linebackers to keep up with them sometimes, you know. So you gotta have those quick linebackers that could stick with them. Exactly. Um, You're gonna they got that rookie linebacker who, I mean, for the Colts that you know should. Uh, I think he didn't even make the Pro Bowl. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was just like, how how in the world did he not make the Pro Bowl? You know, and Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch didn't even make the Pro Bowl. 
Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, it's a shame to see when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm sure right now they could care less because they're in the playoffs and that's all they're worried about. They don't care about the pro bowl, but they could very easily be voted in as alternates. Yeah. Um, but, um, man, because they're playing, they're playing in Arrowhead, which is always a hostile environment. You Very know? hostile environment. They can get loud, even with it being that open stadium, you know. Um, and then it's, like I said, it's going to be the battle between the receivers and the tight ends on both yeah. sides of the ball, and who can contain who. Well, I just don't. I could see the the Colts. Easily scoring on the Chiefs defense just because the Chiefs defense, let's be honest, hasn't been the greatest. And so my question is, is it going to be the same both ways? Because the Chiefs offense has always ran over, you know, everyone that they played against. So is it going to be a shootout or is it going to be the Colts could take this? Because, again, like you said, you know, that Colts defense will be able to stop them. And, And we know that the Chiefs defense isn't all that great. Um, the one thing that you got to look at is which defense can get to the quarterback faster. True, and cause the most havoc back and there. Cause the most havoc. Now, remember, Patrick Mahomes, I do believe, is technically considered a pocket QB because I haven't really seen him. But run. he's like Aaron Rodgers; like he can throw outside of the pocket with accuracy, like freaking on the money throws outside of the pocket. So I mean, he can escape, make more time, you know. And had get the that extra that extra time to be able to throw. Um, I mean, this is uh, this is a hard one to pick, um, and it sucks because I really like both teams. Like, I really like the Colts because I love the coach. He freaking took the job when um, the Patriots guy wouldn't take it. What was his name? Josh uh, McDaniels. Yeah, Josh McDaniels wouldn't take it. He said he was going to take it and then backed out the last minute, like a freaking. I don't, I can't say, but, um, it, it really angered me when he backed out of taking that job the last second. I thought that was a, a dirty move. And, um, the guy that came in, uh, the, the coach for the Colts, he has just done an amazing job. Like he was the right guy for the job. And he even showed him a picture of where they were ranked as a team before the season started. And all the analysts and all the you know people, NFL people, had him ranked as the thirty-second team, like that you know almost the worst team like in the NFL. That's kind of sad when you're ranked lower than the Browns. Yeah, and so it's just like you know they had him ranked so low, um, and here they are, you know, one game away from the freaking you know AFC you know conference uh, title game. Um, so I like that aspect. And I love Andrew Luck, and I think he should win Comeback Player of the Year. I think he's a dark horse. Should have been a dark horse for MVP, if you ask me. And But then here's Mahomes. And I'm like, what a great kid. Awesome guy. And he's tearing it up. He's doing great. Um, you know, Andy Reid, what a great coach as well. What a great guy. So it's it's hard to root against either of these teams, you know. And um, But final decision, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Just because it's at home, I think that'll play a big part. Um, I think playing at home always helps defenses get amped up too. I'm not saying that the Chiefs' defense is going to do anything amazing, but I think their offense is too too good to not 
give them enough points to, to win. They can out, out shoot them, outscore them. Yep. So that's my final decision. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well, just for the simple fact of it's going to be hard to stop Mahomes unless you can get pressure on him. The only way, the only way I see it here, the only way I see the Colts winning is if Mahomes makes too many mistakes. You notice he likes to throw a lot of touchdowns, and he likes to throw some picks in there in the process. Not too many. I mean, he's done he's done great when it comes to that. But I mean, the Rams game, he threw two really big interceptions at the end of the game where they could have won or to tied the it. Same guy. <laughs> so I mean, didn't he score twice in that game too? No, no, he scored once. There were, oh no, he scored. Okay, no, okay. So he threw a pick to that guy. Yes, the linebacker Ibakum, and he scored. And then he got a fumble recovery and scored. It wasn't okay. an interception. I thought it was a double pick six for him. No, it was just the one. Um, so yeah, I mean, in big situations, if you put him under some pressure, it sounds like he might make some mistakes. But okay, so we're both we're both gonna go with the Chiefs. Yeah, we're gonna now. go Chiefs. Um, okay, and then... I am going with the Dallas Texans. (laughs) Hey, that's their original name. Their original name. From back in the 60s during the uh, American Football League. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, they were known as the Dallas Texans. But they weren't that successful because the Cowboys entered the picture, and boom. (laughs) Pushed them right out. Um, So, yeah, so, yeah, the next game is the the Cowboys and the Rams. Um, You know, obviously, we're going to each pick our own team. Um, you know, my hope is Zeke is gonna Zeke is gonna run. He's gonna he's gonna run because we. I'll I'll admit it. I can say what we're bad at, and I can be unbiased. We we suck at the run. Three hundred and sixty yards, five touchdowns. <laughs> we've we've always we've always let let running backs run this year. I don't know why, but we we do. Um. I think if somehow we can stop Zeke a little bit and force Dak to throw more, especially if we're scoring a lot and then you guys have to throw, that um, we'll be able to have Peters and Tlaib do what they do and and shut down Cooper because they're going to be on Cooper. So, um, And they've played Cooper when they were both in the AFC before. So they already know what type of wide receiver he is. Um so, I mean, my hope is we're going to be the Rams that were the beginning of the season, not the Rams that had the last couple games that weren't as good. Um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, having Gurley do well is going to be a big factor. I think you guys will be able to stop us running with Gurley. So I'm hoping McVeigh is going to have more oh, we had a top- screen passes. Yeah, we had to be know. careful with the screen pass. You saw what happened in the Seahawks game last week. <laughs> you had that big I'm trying to cuss on this podcast, but <laughs> you had that big some bitch known as Antoine Woods. He probably weighs a good 325. He big man. <laughs> yeah. They threw that screen pass eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. He shed his block and buried the running back. I mean, just buried him. Mm-hmm. So be careful on screen passes because you might get 300 pounds of holy shit. <laughs> that's that's true. So, I mean, that's that's my game plan. I'm hoping 
that that's what we're going to implement. Um, even if it comes down to, you know, even if we keep it close and it comes down to a kick, I'm fine with that because we have Greg the Lake zero line. Yes, so, I Greg mean, the Lake. So I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not picturing any double doinks. So. <laughs> God, you better hope not. <laughs> so we'll we'll see, but you know, that's 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 it. For, for me. I don't know if you want to add into what you think your game plan is going to be or if you want to just move on to the next uh, next game. Oh, you know i got to have my say-so in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dallas is key to victory. As you, We've already made our picks for this game, so... God, Aaron Dalton. Monster. But, um... <laughs> that, that, that dude's going to play a big factor, too. He is going <laughs> to play a big factor. The thing is, and... And, uh... Matt made a mention of this earlier... Double teaming Aaron Donald <laughs> will not work. <laughs> the key for us to defeat the Rams is the same thing that we did to the Seahawks. Force them to throw. You stop Todd Gurley, you make the team one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. The linebackers will do their job. The corners and safeties, not so much. <laughs> I love Byron Jones. Don't get me wrong. He is one of the, according to Pro Football Focus, he is one of the highest rated corners. He made the Pro Bowl this year. Why did he make the Pro Bowl this year and didn't even hit, get an interception this year? It's because he allowed one touchdown the entire season. There you go. That is how you play corner. Yeah. Sure, he's given up his fair share of passes, any corner does. But when you've got somebody like Robert Woods, is Cooper Cup even going to be playing in this game, or is he on IR? He's out for the whole season. Okay, we have Brandon Cooks. Okay, good. Uh, still, you got Brandon Cooks. <laughs> you know, Dallas had a hard time covering Baldwin and Lockett and Lockett the entire game, and it's going to come down to first of all pressure. Get to Jared Goff. Oh, yeah. That definitely messes him up. I sure. want to see daisies planted every <laughs> time we put him in the ground. Stop Todd Gurley. Force him to throw. Because guess what happens? You force him to throw. That's when Dallas's defense can actually start clamping down. Because when you're one-dimensional, we can play pass defense. Mm-hmm. Put seven guys out there and leave the other four to rush. Because then we'll have the entire field covered. We're playing zone. Sure, you'll get a few yards. We're playing man. We're going to hit you. And we're going to hit you hard. That is going to be our biggest key. Do what we did to Seattle. Shut down the run. Force them to pass. Sure, it'll probably be a close game. Y'all are favored by seven. I'll give y'all three if y'all beat us. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's... Because if we do what we did to the Saints and held them to 10 points, y'all might be in trouble. Yeah. I hate I, to say it, The defense is playing really, really good. But I still have no high hopes on that pass defense. So, <laughs> Still picking the Cowboys, but <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just got, leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, you have to. So, All right, uh, last two games. So Sunday, first game at 1 o'clock is the uh, Chargers and the Patriots at... At Foxborough. That right there, I am calling the game of the weekend. Uh, it could that be. is going to be the game of the divisional round. 
The Chargers. Yeah, started off kind of yeah. But then they stayed a game behind Kansas City for most of the season. They did not let up. That is true. As long as Melvin Gordon is also healthy, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. He is Gordon's injury health, prone. Gordon healthy. Patriots going to need to come up with a new game plan. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how much this plays a factor, but um, uh, Philip Rivers is 0-7 against the Patriots. 0-7. Yeah, that does hurt. <laughs> and... At Foxborough, they're very hard to beat at home, the Patriots, especially in the playoffs. Um, I think they've lost three games total. Well, you also got to remember they got microphones all over the state. Microphones all over the stadium. <laughs> Chargers coach calls. Who's their coach? Anthony Lynn. Yeah, Lynn. Yeah. Anthony Lynn calls a play. Belichick's hearing it. He's like, <laughs> he's like "Okay, this is their play. Hurry up, get that defensive call in. Hurry up, change it, change it." Um. They're getting ready to run the ball. Send all 10 guys after him. Leave one guy out there. (laughs) I mean, I think the Patriots are more vulnerable this year. I don't think they're the juggernaut like they used to be in the past. Um, Why do you think Kansas City's number one seed right now? Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Gronk, non-factor this year. I mean, hasn't done anything. Can't Um, even tackle. Yeah, that too. Um, That was pretty funny when that happened. Um, But, uh, you know, the Chargers... Defense, you know, a lot, lot better this year. They got Melvin Ingram. They got Joey Boza. Yeah, Boza's a beast. Yeah, and them two just rushing the quarterback in general. You know, they're, they're going to put some pressure on Tom Brady. And he, Tom Brady doesn't have Gordon anymore. He's gone, you know. Suspended. Again. Suspended, yep. And then they lost. Um, Dumbass. Wasn't uh, Edelman. Who was the other guy that they had lost at the beginning of the season? Uh to injury or uh, no? He went to a different team. He oh, that was Danny Dolphins. Amendola. Yeah, he they lost Amendola. So I mean, Dallas should have never got rid of him. <laughs> no, seriously, Amendola was on the practice squad. Yeah, for Dallas, should have never got rid of him. We wouldn't need Cole Beasley. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot stacking against the Patriots as well. Even though the Chargers are, you know, zero and seven. Um, I'm going with the Chargers just because I think it's Phillip Rivers' year, you know, and it's going to be the Chargers and the Chiefs, both in the same division in the conference championship. I mean, that's crazy. That would be one hell of a game. Yeah. <laughs> but I hate to spoil your fun. I think the Patriots are going to move on. Oh, my God. Oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> hey. The Patriots, I hate to say it, I call them cheaters all the damn time, and they know they are. <laughs> but, I mean, Tom Brady has an issue with balls. I mean, <laughs> and Belichick just doesn't know when to stop using his drones. So, um, but I, like I said, I really, really hate to say it, but I think the Patriots are going to move on. And it will be a, probably another close game. Yeah. It'll probably be like maybe the Cowboys and Rams if it stays that way. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I'm going to have to call Jason Garrett and start calling plays. <laughs> but um, no, what will probably happen is it will be a close game, but I really hate to say it. That's not – sorry. Patriots will move on. 
Okay, they'll we'll meet see. Their, they'll meet their demise in the championship game when Kansas City kills them. <laughs> well, the Patriots beat them. They beat the Chiefs in the regular season. So, I mean. Yeah, but wouldn't the score close on that game, too? I think it was. I think it was like a field goal or something. But still, that mean, they won. Um, okay. So, last game, the Eagles at the Saints. Saints. <laughs> the the Saints are um, undefeated in the Dome in the playoffs. They are 5-0. and They've never lost when they play at home in the playoffs. Saints. <laughs> so... I don't know that Nick Foles magic. He's got he's got some type of voodoo, some type of thing going on that double doink. I mean, he he had to have caused that somehow. <laughs> are the Eagles a better team with Nick Foles than they are with Carson Wentz? No, no, they got lucky last no. year. Foles Foles has gone in. When Wentz has been hurt, only when Wentz is hurt. I'm not saying in general, like normal stuff. Ten and two. He is ten and two when he has gone in for Carson Wentz. I don't care. <laughs> Here is the thing, and I'm agreeing with everybody else that has said this already. Teams are going to be lining up for him. For Nick Foles. For Nick Foles. I think it would be stupid to get rid of him. It, it would be stupid to get rid of him. But here's the other thing, too. You've got to figure out what you're going to do. Foles is old. He's not that old, but yes. Not that old, but he's old enough. But I, they got to give Carson Wentz a chance. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to I mean, have Nick Foles be the quarterback of their future. Obviously, it's Carson Wentz's team, but I'm just saying, like, 10 and well, 2. Yeah. Two, well, <laughs> nobody cares about 10 and 2. I, I'm pretty sure the Eagles do because they won the Super Bowl in that 10 and 2 run. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo was 6 and 0 with the, with the 49ers, and look what happened to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he went down due to injury and exactly. out of his own stupidity. And yes. Nick, Fo- Nick Foles is not. I'm I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be a blowout like the first time. Like the first time they played when it was like 44 to 7 or whatever the score oh, was. Oh, that's exactly what the score is going to be. Not, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nick Foles. Two totally different teams. Totally different teams. Like the Saints were like the Rams at the beginning of the season. They were freaking lighting up the scoreboard, and then they played the Cowboys, and then they played they the Panthers, it. and they won twelve they- to nine against the Panthers. Twelve to nine. Like that's not lighting up the scoreboard. They got they got exposed. That's what it was. Exactly. And so I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. It's not gonna be a blowout, but I'm still gonna pick the Saints. You said it was going to be a blowout. You just said that. <laughs> so you're changing your mind now. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm gonna, so, I am gonna. I will agree with you on that, though. It, <laughs> it will not be a blowout. It will be a close game. But I hate to say it. And it's probably going to be like... Uh, it could wind up being like the Chargers and the Patriots game, where it we said it would probably be a close game on that one, too, I do believe. I Lutz, mean, Lutz ain't no putts. Okay, Will Lutz will nail that field goal to win yeah. the game. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It's like the final eight. I mean, it's not like crappy teams are left. They're all good teams. 
It's the final eight. That's what's supposed There's to be. There's only one crappy team left, and that's the Eagles. <laughs> uh, I mean, tell that to the Bears. I, I, told, I, told you I, wasn't gonna be, I told you I wasn't going to be – I told you what I said when I, when I messaged you earlier. I said I was going to be unbiased. I said I was going to be unbiased. No, the Eagles suck. That's coming from a Cowboys fan. Suck at Eagles. Anyway. God, could you imagine if it was the Eagles and Cowboys in the – the conference championship. I mean, it's a possibility. <laughs> that would be nutty. At least the game will be in Dallas. Yeah, that's true. It would be in Dallas. I mean, to and be honest, already, that's why I want the Eagles sw- to win. Because if we win, either. then it would be in LA. Like, yeah. We wouldn't have to go to the Dome. So, I want the Eagles to win. I just don't think they will. <laughs> like it makes me sad. Like I, I really want them to win, just so. Well, they here, can play here's us the thing LA. with that too. I picked the Saints to win. If y'all win and the Saints win, guess what happens? The game is in New Orleans. I know that's what I'm saying. But here's the thing. They always say payback's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I mean. We'll see. I mean, our game against the Saints was close. Mm-hmm. One it, defense, it was a shootout. One defensive stop, and we could have. That's what they're showing on. That's what they're showing on NFL Network, right? Yeah, now. they're showing the replay of that game. And that was a shootout. I watched that game. Mm-hmm. That game was fun. I love shootouts. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always good when it comes. I mean, that the way. close games are fun, but when you got two high powered offenses, just back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth, and then yeah. one team stumbles. That's it. I mean, sometimes they they say, "Oh, well, it was just really bad defenses." I think sometimes it's just really good coached offenses. Like, I think they just know how to scheme against defenses. Like, so yeah, I hate to say, it, but there's the two coaches right there: Wade Phillips for the Rams, Dennis Allen for the Saints. Mm-hmm. They had no answer for any of the teams. <laughs> that, that is now, true. I'm not saying Wade Phillips is a bad defensive coordinator. He sucked as a head coach. <laughs> This is coming personally from a Cowboys fan that Taysom Hill. See, that's going to be another factor. Mm-hmm. Can the yep. Eagles stop Taysom Hill? Because Hill is a utility. You know how utility players are in baseball. Oh, yeah. You yeah, got guys yeah. that can play every position except pitcher and catcher. Yep. That's how. That's what a utility player is. Yep, that's very true. That's what Taysom Hill is. Oh, man. Alrighty. Well, that's our uh, picks for the uh, for the playoffs for this weekend. So we'll wrap it up with the uh, two-minute drill and uh, go over what's going going down for the weekend. So, where what's going on? How how are you watching the games on the weekend? Um, I will probably. I know the Cowboys game. I will be at my dad's house. Uh, but for the four o'clock game, the the early game on Saturday, I don't know. Just depends on what time I get out of work. I gotta work this Saturday. Fair enough. Sunday, I will probably be at home watching those games. Cause when it comes usually to the playoffs and everything else, Dad will bounce back and forth between the games and whatever he's watching at home. Yeah, he'll just primarily watch the Cowboys. And, and the then, weather is supposed to be coming in. It's supposed to be getting some snow. Yeah, and that's gonna also play another factor too of whether or not. You know, because if it, we're only supposed to get like anywhere between two to six inches up here. So, um, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm hoping it doesn't more on Sunday, just so that way school's closed and I don't have to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> and I would, and I would say, if anything, if your uh, TV's free on Saturday, I'll come up and watch the games with you. <laughs> yeah, that's no problem. Because my parents actually just live up the hill, 
So I don't I don't like that hill on snow days. You're oh, yeah, you're yeah. barely up the hill. Yeah, so. yeah. And hey, I'm I'm definitely gonna be watching the games here. Um, might get uh, Boo Boo to come over or uh, go to B Dubs and, and watch the game. I feel like if I go to B Dubs, I'm gonna be outnumbered just because there's gonna be a lot of Cowboys fans there. And we are everywhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's another factor. Is they're actually worried about the LA Coliseum? We're playing at home. That there's oh yeah, gonna there's more Cowboys ton. fans there than there are going to be Rams fans. Yeah, there there a ton of Cowboys fans because their training facilities in Oxford, California. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so we'll we'll see. Uh, if I feel like I'm going to be too outnumbered, I'm, I might just watch it here. We'll see how Boo Boo plays if he plays nice or not. Um, I know him all too well, and I and I know if the Rams hey, sure. are like blowing out the Cowboys, he's he's gonna have a hissy fit. He's gonna oh, be quite I, upset. Oh, I know he is, and I <laughs> I will be upset. But uh, one of the key things is with that is you know I will show my aggression, but I know how to <laughs> I I will show my aggression through my facial expressions. <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna be like. And pick up your table and <laughs> toss it. Like toss it. And go complete, go complete caveman on you. You know. I mean, for me, I've never, I've never been one to get that upset. I'm always a. Well, there's, you also there's noticed, next year. You also notice that my hair is getting longer. That's my uh, Super Saiyan three showing. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I'm one of those people that's like, you know, I'll bow out gracefully and I'll say. Good game. Good game. You guys deserved it. You were obviously the better team. I did that. I know Brian will not do that back to me. <laughs> he will not admit that to me. Jeez, sounds like Brian's a dick. <laughs> I mean, he is a Cowboys fan. Oh, 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 got him. Got him. Set him up. Yeah, that was. That was. Got him good. That was bad. I'm, I set my, I'm always setting myself up for that kind of stuff. Oh, man. Uh, okay, well, alrighty. Well, we appreciate everyone for listening, as always. Um, please, we need more listens. Um, hopefully, we'll uh, get some more guests to come. Um, we'll have uh, David, uh, not short but long, come again, uh, maybe when Brian's here, so that way we can have a full three-person panel uh, going on. So You know, that would actually be pretty, probably pretty good. Uh, we can either do that. We could possibly do that. Maybe like Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, that'd be true. like that'd be like a good Super Bowl weekend kind of thing. Yeah, that that would be cool to do. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely. You see. know, we'll talk. We'll talk about you know whoever the AFC representative mm-hmm. is that's going to be going up against the Cowboys. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, why not? It's a possibility. I mean, all options are open right now. So anything's possible. It's true. As long as long as you're in, there's a chance. So I mean, there's always a chance for for everybody. But uh, already, oh, yeah. guys, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll hopefully catch you on Saturday. Going to try to do a short episode with uh, Brian, uh, get Boo Boo's picks, and uh, talk about uh, the matchups right before the game start on Saturday. So we'll see. Maybe Saturday. If not, we'll uh, catch you same time next week. Peace. Peace.